We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your host here, Cody. And uh, guys, I do apologize. It's been kind of one of those weeks, you know. So I was actually out of the state, out of town earlier this week. And so this week's kind of gotten a little bit crazy, a little bit wild for me. So weren't able to get a guest on like we usually like to. But wanted to make a preview all the same when it came to Colts versus Browns. Again, the Colts host the Cleveland Browns. Both these teams right now have had some good, have had some bad so far. And, you know, Cleveland comes up, comes into Indianapolis pretty much off of their biggest win of the 2023 season and a game where they played the San Francisco 49ers and beat them 19-17. to and so you look at this game, you know, the Cleveland Browns come into this game really up and down in a lot of ways, right? Um, you know, week one, they, they lose just barely to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Week number two, you know, they beat the Titans 27-3. to Week number three, they get trounced by the Baltimore Ravens 28-3. to And then a week ago, they play the San Francisco 49ers and they beat them. They beat potentially the best team in the NFC and it was a tightly contested game. And you'll notice in a couple of these games, the Cleveland Browns defense really, really shows up. And it seems like as of recently, Cleveland's defense, especially like three out of the four weeks, especially the last two weeks, Cleveland's defense has really, really been you know, one of the best defenses in the NFL. And they have consistently kept Cleveland in these games and winning these games, um, despite the fact that, you know, Cleveland has been missing Deshaun Watson for, you know, two weeks. And they've still been able, you know, to win two straight because of their defense. And so it's definitely interesting. It's going to be an interesting one, especially considering Deshaun Watson, who has been out the last two games the Browns have played, is scheduled and and questionable for this game and is probably, from all indications, is likely to play in this game. And so the Colts aren't 100% sure, so they're kind of preparing for either the backup or Deshaun Watson. So it'll be interesting to see in this game. But Cleveland comes into this game, guys, with a 3-2 and two record. They've already had their bye week. And uh, like I said, they've been winners of two straight 
now. I mean, they come into this game, and uh, you know now they're getting potentially back there. They're starting quarterback. So there's a lot here for Cleveland. I want to get into the stats a little bit for the Cleveland Browns, just so you have them when it when it comes to you know this season. Um, obviously, we already know about the whole Nick Chubb thing. He's out for the season. So really, you know, it's been Jerome Ford and then Kareem Hunt, who they brought back. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But this Cleveland team this year so Cleveland comes into this game, and again, this is with you know Deshaun Watson out for multiple weeks, right? Not great in the passing department for uh, the season. They rank actually 30th in passing yards right now. You know they've thrown a decent amount of interceptions as well. They're four touchdowns to seven interceptions. Uh, they come in running the football actually at a pretty good rate right now. They ranked fourth in the NFL in terms of running the football, ninth in terms of yards per attempt. So really the offense for Cleveland has not really been the main reason why they've, you know, been in these games and won the games they have. It's really been the defensive side of things. So just to give you a little bit of a hint here, Cleveland comes into this game fifth overall in points uh, per game allowed, first in yardage per game allowed. You know, they, they've already done a great job against the pass. They come in right now with the best-ranked passing and the third-best rushing defense. And so they have just continued to just be an all-around elite unit from really top to bottom here. And uh, they've just completely, you know, shut down teams. You know, really the only game, like I mentioned, where they didn't was that Baltimore game. And so – and really maybe that Pittsburgh game. So – but two out of the three weeks, they've been really, really fantastic. And you could even point to some of the offensive miscues, not the defense on some of those higher scoring games. So let's get into some of the stats here for Cleveland. I already mentioned Jerome Ford's their leading rusher right now, 270 yards in the five games he's played, the two games that he started, averaging around four yards per carry. You know, Deshaun Watson in this game, when it comes to passing, you know, he's – Two and one, but again, one of those games he didn't really you know, complete. And he's so far, um, he's completed about 64% of his passes, four touchdowns, two interceptions. So he's been all right. Um, you know, the quarterback rating at right around an 88. So he's been pretty solid, but not great so far with the Cleveland Browns. Um, their leading receiver right now um, has to be Amari Cooper. 
You know, Amari Cooper comes into this game with 22 catches for 367 yards and a touchdown. So they have kind of their number one. They do have Elijah Moore, David Njoku, Donovan Peoples-Jones, David Bell. So they have some pretty solid receivers, all things considered. And then um, you look at Indianapolis coming into this game as well. You know, obviously we know the the major loss that Anthony Richardson was, right? I mean, that that's no question that Anthony Richardson, that loss is going to be huge on the Colts. And we saw really the struggles that Gardner Minshew had, even though the stats would say, hey, look, he had over two, he had over 300 yards passing, yada, yada, yada. It wasn't a great game for Gardner Minshew. And so he comes into this game, the Colts come into this game offensively, you know, 10th right now, actually, in total yardage, 11th in points scored. You know, they're passing a game right now, comes in as 10th. Like I said, that's a little bit misleading. You know, they're, on, they're 19th in touchdowns, and they've thrown, so they've only thrown six touchdowns and have four interceptions in this game. They come in 14th, you know, in terms of rushing the football in 15th in yards per attempt. Um, obviously, it wasn't a great game against Jacksonville. So um, that kind of took that average down a good amount there. Um, so the offense comes in, and they will be missing Braden Smith at right tackle and Kylan Granson at tight end. You know, Smith obviously was already going to have his hands full with Miles Garrett in that defense, and now it's going to be rookie Blake Freeland, which is definitely not a great thing at all. So that's definitely really, really concerning in this game. And so I think the biggest thing for me has to be how do the Colts help Blake Freeland at right tackle? Because he's had some moments where he's looked good. He's had some moments where he's looked like a rookie. And so how do the Colts, you know, try to limit him, try to limit this defensive line, which is ferocious, probably one of, if not the best defensive lines in the NFL, and also one of the best secondaries in the NFL. So the Colts are going to have their hands full. If I was a betting man, I would probably say this is going to be one of those type of game that's kind of a slog fest a little bit, kind of be a defensive battle, a time of possession type of dominate the line of scrimmage sort of game. And the Colts will have all they can handle with a Cleveland team that can do that to them. And uh, they they honestly, in certain ways, didn't do a great job against Jacksonville at times. They did a decent job, but they had some moments, and they've had a few moments this 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 uh, year where they've gotten a little bit beat up, but they've had some games where they've dominated too. So I'll be very interested to see how that works. I think the Colts have a good chance to kind of slow down um, Deshaun Watson and really limit what Cleveland's able to do. It will definitely hurt to not have Grover Stewart in this game. So maybe Cleveland starts running the football pretty effectively in this game. I mean, he is one of the best run-stopping defensive linemen in the NFL, and you can't just replace that. So Cleveland, I think offensively, their game plan has to be to run the football and continue to run the football. And I think they, they, if they can do that, they're going to have a good chance in this game to score on the Colts. Again, the Colts secondary, while it hasn't been great so far, Juju Brents has been really, really good as a rookie. He's had some rookie moments, but I think overall the good has outweighed the bad for him. Um, the secondary, the you know, when it comes to the safeties, they've actually been pretty underwhelming this year. So I'm interested to see does Cleveland try to attack them down the field in that way. That'll be interesting for me. Um, and then kind of, you know, looking at the Colts' offensive plan, you know, you can't really. It's hard to do a whole lot. So 
I think what you have to do is you have to try to establish the run with your two running backs, Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss in this game. You know, you really struggled to run the football against Jacksonville. You can't have a repeat of that in this game. And this will be a big test. You know, you did a really good job against Tennessee to run the football. You did a really poor job at running the football against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the Colts have to figure out a way, Shane Steichen and company, to get these guys involved, establish the run early, and really make life difficult on this Cleveland defense and potentially open up some things in the passing game because we already know the Colts aren't going to beat the Browns passing the ball vertically. Like, we know that. You know, Gardner Minshew cannot push the ball down the field. He couldn't do it against Jacksonville. He hasn't been able to really do it this year. And so the Colts really need to figure out a way to take the pressure off of Minshew and not have him throw it 40, 50 times like we saw in Jacksonville, but establish that line of scrimmage and really run the football effectively. And they have the personnel to do it. You know, it's just a matter of actually doing it. So we'll see if the Colts can do that. I think that has to be their game plan in this game is to run the football and potentially set up some play action for Gardner Minshew and company. Uh, and then defensively, they just I think they just really need to you know, slow down to Sean Watson, just dominate that line of scrimmage and, you know, get a pressure on him early and often because while he hasn't been great with the Cleveland Browns, we know Deshaun Watson at any given moment can break out and make a really good play, you know, with his legs or you know on the run or whatever it is. So the Colts just need to do a good job of containing him, making life hard on him and hoping that he's a little bit rusty after missing, you know, two weeks of games and three straight weeks of practice or anything like that. So, that's kind of my keys to the game, guys, when it comes to this. If I'm picking a score, um, I, you know, with how bad the Colts played, it's hard for me to, to say the Colts are going to go and win this game. But I do think they will keep it competitive. I think they will definitely have a bounce-back game in that standpoint. But Cleveland's defense honestly terrifies me, guys, what they're going to be able to do against this Colts offense, specifically Blake Freeland and that right tackle position with Miles Garrett likely to line up over there. But if the Colts can do a decent job of containing him, maybe they have a chance. If they can run and establish the line of scrimmage and get back to their running ways, I think they have a good chance as well. But it will be interesting to see in this game, how does that work out? Let me know your guys' thoughts on this game. My final score for this game, I think I went, I think so I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. So I think I went Colts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think what Colts 14, Browns 20, right? And I don't like to pick against the Colts, but it's just hard for me to see like the Colts being able to do anything against this Cleveland defense. Now, if they get the if they get the running game going, then we'll talk. But I need to see it. I need to see them bounce back. And, and it'll be interesting because, you know, uh Cleveland comes off of this game, one of their best wins, if not their best win of the 2023 season. They come into this game probably riding a high. Colts come into this game probably the lowest they've been this season coming off of frankly being embarrassed in Jacksonville. It's like, how do the Colts respond and how do the, you know, how do the Browns respond coming off of very different situations? So I'll be very interested in that, but guys, let me know your final score, your kind of keys to the game in this one. Um, and give me your score predictions. Like I said, in the comments below, but that'll do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. 
sorry for kind of the shorter type of video. Um, like I said, I was out of the state um, earlier this week. And so wasn't able to get a guest on like we usually like to do, but we'll try to get one on for next week. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Really do appreciate it. If you are new to the channel, be sure to smash that like button, subscribe, all that good stuff so that you are in the loop when we drop new content just like this. But that will do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, guys, go Colts. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.